Oh boy, welcome back to another episode of What the Fumble. The bear fight is over, and with it, my horrible string of bear pun intros. Probably for the best, they're pretty polarizing anyways. The good news is that Lucer and Slash are older now, so they look a lot more grisly these days. Or maybe that's bad news. Bad news bears. Anyways, I'm going to go enjoy some blueberry pie. There's extra pieces because the Wells brothers didn't want any. Or maybe I'll go for raspberry. Or strawberry. Or blackberry. Or maybe I'll just have a Klondike bar. That's the one with a bear on the package. Enjoy episode 76, Scotty Doesn't Know. You guys remember Mad Libs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember the hilarity of Mad Libs? <laughs> yeah, I remember that in elementary. Okay. Something around there. I can never remember what an adverb is. Uh, uh, an adjective describing a verb. Usually adjectives ending in L-Y. Like fartly. Like fartly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'd write down. Uh, well, I may or may not have this random book of D&D math in front <laughs> of me. Why did I show up this week? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> David, I need a plural noun. Shoes. <laughs> oh, how lustra of you. <laughs> it's very lustra, yeah. Adam, if you don't mind, I need an adjective. Hmm. Reduced. Reduced. It's thinking of spells. I like it. I, I was like be it. Like large, but no. Reduced. Miles, a noun, please. A noun. Snake boy. Gnomes. How about just gnome? It doesn't want a plural noun. Oh, so yeah, just gnome then. Yeah. Gnome. Colin, adjective. Oh God. Um. Hmm. Hmm. I've never done these before. Um, Confuse. Confused? Sure. David, adjective. Magnanimous. Oh, my God. (laughs) Magnan... Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) No one's going to read this. Magnana, fuck you. Hmm, Yes. Adam, noun. Adam, I need a noun. We're going to get through this. There's so many more blank spaces. Oh, no. oh God. This was it. a horrible idea. Add <laughs> a right. noun, quick. Cheese. 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 Oh, God. Miles, adjective. Go, go. Uh, cheesy. Uh, gargantuan. <laughs> gargantuan. Call an adjective. Uh, diminutive. Diminutive? Diminutive. You're welcome. Lose inspiration. All right, I get it. David, noun. Duh. Door. <laughs> <laughs> Shoes and doors. Adam, adjective. Oh, God. Um, sparkly. Sparkly. Oh, I like it. Sparkly. Miles, name a person in the room. Uh, Justin. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Colin, plural noun. Uh, Justin's. Justin's best friends. It's us. Justin's? That's yeah. what you want? Justin's best friends? Justin's. Well, that's a lot. That is not a plural noun. That's multiple words. Uh, just, uh, Colin, okay. plural noun. Kittens. Kittens. Oh, wait, no. Guppies. Gu- oh, guppies. Okay, okay. David, adjective. Uh, oh, dear. Why, is, why am I drawing a blank on adjectives? Wise? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah that works, yeah. Wise? <laughs> that kind of what he said sort of i'll take it yeah <laughs> y apostrophe s adam adverb grotesquely Ooh. grotesquely sauce it Ooh, that's gonna be mine if we Tesk. can do it miles noun uh broom <laughs> colin noun 
A second broom. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't work, Tupperware. Which one do you want? A second broom. <laughs> I will now read our Mad Lib. Excellent. In the Are voice you ready? of Dr. Rudolph Finn. <gasps> yes. yes. Oh, hell yeah. If your party worships dark shoes or investigates reduced talismans, you might encounter some demons on your next gnome. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> These creatures will take you to the confused world and back, too, if you're not magnanimous. True. Demons come from a place called the Cheese, <laughs> which is a gargantuan plane. Demons follow some diminutive lords, including the Queen of Dor <laughs> and the Sparkly Knight <laughs> and Justin. <laughs> Where's the lie? Where's the lie? Some guppies, such as warlocks, can have relationships with demons. Hot. But beware their wise powers. If you rush too grotesquely into battle with a broom, you'll go down in a blaze of second broom. <laughs> I, f I feel like this is what's going to happen later on in the campaign. Did we just get spoilers? <laughs> Should we skip the and just to do another one? <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. Well, no, it's funny because some of that was really good. Like, whoa. And then you might go down in second broom. <laughs> Why? We've had one, yes. What about second broom? <laughs> we always forget about second broom. But you can only come back from the plane of confused if you're magnanimous. <laughs> Oh. Why is Guppies there? That was fun. Oh, that, that was, was great. great. That oh. was great. Oh, my cheeks oh, that hurt. was fun. You can all thank my girlfriend for that hey. five minutes of entertainment. Thank you, Justin's girlfriend. She is the warlock who has a relationship with the demon, such as Justin. She has <laughs> wise powers. <laughs> <laughs> she brings the calamitous second broom. <laughs> second broom is upon us now. Here's the bad news. Inflict wounds. Oh, oh, oh no. yeah, that's right. Inflict brooms. Inflict brooms. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to go down <laughs> in a blaze of broomies. We are still deep into this combat. You guys last week managed to completely destroy my decapitated ghost bears. Slash made... Very quick work out of one of them by using a little dispel magic so trick. Clutch. So clutch. That was very, very wise. Good use of a spell slot, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Got some pretty good bang for your buck there. And then combined, you guys did qu made quick work of the second one. Unfortunately, before you really had a chance to you know, uh, patch up all your wounds and kind of recoup, uh, the head nurse and a bunch of orderlies... Who were kind of waiting in the back wings, hoping that maybe the bear would uh, kill all of you guys. Freaking trying to delegate tasks. I get it. Right. I get it. Trying to play it safe. Unfortunately, the bear thing didn't work out, and now they've all attacked you. One of them's already dead. <laughs> One of them is kind of in the middle of the hallway with Shield of Faith and Bane going on, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. The... Head nurse and the last remaining orderly are in the northern room on the other side of the hallway where Tess has, like, ran right up to. Mm -hmm. We ended on the head nurse's turn as I let Colin know that she does indeed have inflict wounds. Do you have any characters that don't have that, Justin? You no. know, just, like, one? Not a lot. There's not a Great. lot. Fantastic. I love me some inflict wounds. Me like too. So good. Problem is, it is a spell attack. So we'll start. There's another problem. Oh? Lenara is going to have some flashbacks. And she sees this spell being formed. 
and just out of instinct, she says no, shakes her hand, does a little arcane something, and she will cast Counterspell. Oh! What the fuck? Dude! How long have you been holding on to that? What the fuck? <laughs> I since don't even know what three. Since Let's be real. Hit, since we hit level five. You, uh, oh my god! And you let us wait a week before telling us mm. a week? No, this has been since the bottom of the bottleborn mine. Shut the fuck up! Fuck! Oh. I just never had spell slots or third level spell slots against the necromancer. So she's oh. seen Tess go to two of these attacks, and she's just not having it. Well, shit. <sighs> so if it's third level or lower, yeah, bye bye spell. It sure is. Oh my oh. goodness. She starts kind of channeling the mists, or she starts kind of channeling the weave into her hands so that she can grab Tess by the neck, and Lenora just cuts the flow right off, like turning off a faucet. And Holy there shit. goes my spell slot. Oh my god. There Get goes her. my action. Yep. Fucking hell. Oh. She can still grab Tess if she wants. Maybe, you know, give her a nice little neck massage. Yeah, like, Tess is, like, also having flashbacks. She's, like, wincing, closing her eyes, tensing up, ready for it. Single eye opens. <laughs> Wait, was that it? <laughs> you open your single eye to see the head nurse just staring Lenora down with anger. That's going to bring it to Slash. Oh. Slash, how do you react to all of this? Um, Slash will sort of, you know, like turn and see a quizzical eye come to Lenara as she sort of, you know, does her little bow. Um, But, you know, sort of shaking his head, you know, questions for later. Uh, (laughs) He's going to do roll up his sleeves and... Do the good old wrist flick for the slash special number one for a poison spray on the baned guy in front of me. Oh, oh. no. Hit those D12s, so baby. That's a, that's a DC 15 con save to the baned orderly. Bane's a D4? Correct. Right? Correct. Comes out to a five. Hey-oh. Yeah. That's a lot of damage. So that's seven damage. Oh, man. Oh, man. Orderly number one, not looking too good after that attack. The poison just completely ignores the shield of faith and starts burning away at this orderly's flesh. What else you got, Slash? Uh, rolling up his sleeve, um, uh, and again rolling his shoulder, he'll look over to his equally aged scaly friend. (laughs) (laughs) I think you have this. And he's just going to gesture him forward, and he's going to end his turn. Lenara. Cheeky little Lenara. Oh, man. I owe you, like, probably 85 mitigated damage. Yeah, I figure you know how I like to do cost analysis of feeling versus hurt. And uh, thank you. Pound of prevention, or ounce of prevention, pound of cure. Plus, that just felt good. Mm. Mm. Justin looks so displeased right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, oh. I'm ha- I am honestly happy. It's, I just know I've been a player, too, and I know that, like, it just feels good. I know Adam feels really good right now, so <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for Adam's D- happiness. Don't worry. When I fumble this uh, ray of frost, you can uh, get a little more catharsis. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so, yeah, see, she just had a spell canceled, and if she's gonna run from Tess, I want Tess to be able to catch up and hit her. You're right, she might be able to outrun me. Thank you. Well, you know, <laughs> it's, there's stairs dashes. involved, yeah. 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 Ooh, that's a 20. Ooh. 20 to hit. Clearly gonna do it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. This is what? Chill touch? Chill touch. That's it, so she can ray dash. Of frost. Or, yeah, Ray of Frost. Ooh. Oh, no, that's a 1, not a 7. Screw you. Uh, that's 7 damage total. Get that concentration broken, baby. Oh, oh that's, that's right. Up. Yeah, Shield of Faith. Oh, that's right. I got to make a con save. See if I can keep Shield of Faith going. I can't. You just watch the magic of Shield of Faith fizzle away. No longer a magical shield around. Orderly number one. And a look of panic. His eyes go wide when he sees the shield fade away. Linara in this six seconds... 
Holy shit. Yeah, Lenara's going to do the smart thing now, and no, she's really pissed off this nurse, and she's going to break line of sight and go around the corner. <laughs> Good call. Good call. And I hold in my turn right there. That's going to bring it to the orderly that is uh, right there next to Tess in the little room to the north. You see, he's kind of starting to panic as well. The head nurse is yelling at him. He's like, Focus! And he manages to shake off the panic and take two swings towards Tess. Swing number one is a nine. That's a miss. And I guess the panic, he just can't get over it. Swing number two is an 11. Tess gets away scot-free. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. And now it's your turn, Tess. She looks over. That's right. She looks at his name tag. Scott, I am free of you. (laughs) Tell him what he doesn't know. <laughs> That's in my head now. God damn it. it took me a sec, but good one. Good one. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Uh, that said, this guy seems like he might be a new hire. You, on the other hand. I've worked here three years. Oh, seriously? Uh, But yeah, whoever trained you should probably be put down. Uh, On that note, head nurse, uh, you're getting some bone saw for 17 to hit. Uh, Yeah, that's a hit. Excellent. Damn it. Damn it. Yeah. So you are going to take... 14 magic slashing. Shit, she cannot withstand that. And her body hits the stairs and like rolls down half the staircase and falls to the ground in a heap. (laughs) And this poor little or Scott just looks at you. (laughs) We can talk this out. Scotty doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Scott, don't worry. You're doing great. (sighs) (laughs) But what you don't know is I have so many more attacks this round. Uh, So that bone saw is going to cleave through his boss... And come straight down into his clavicle. Maybe, probably not. Uh, ten to hit? Not quite. Not you get a little quite. overconfident mm. in your swing. Mm. Shoot. Got uh, your boss's blood in my eyes. Um, that said, uh, it's really on my hand. I'm going to, like, put up the horns and then just, like, poke him in both of his eyes. <laughs> Unarmed strike. Fucking three stooges this <laughs> three shit. Three <laughs> Yay. Um... 16 to hit. Ooh. He puts his hand on his nose to block, but <laughs> isn't quick enough. Isn't quick enough. Oh, yeah. For... Scotty hasn't been taking any. Scotty doesn't nose. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm happy. Um, woof. Uh, so, for five bludgeoning. Five bludgeoning. Yeah. Uh, save the resources. They say save the resources. Scotty's still alive. Uh, Scotty's stunned. Scotty's not stunned. Scotty's not stunned. I'm not going to try it. Um, but I am going to step into the stairwell. So, uh... Now you can't leave. <laughs> and I'll end my turn there. Ending it there, that brings it to the orderly kind of the middle of the hallway the one who has very recently lost shield of faith he isn't in melee range of anyone is he no so I think he's actually going to look over his shoulder and realize that the monk is split from the rest of the party 
He's going to close the gap to the north. Close the gap with Tess. Oh no, I am so weak and fragile. Now that he's got Scotty there to cheer him on, <laughs> he's going to get advantage on his attacks oh, actually? from his little pack tactics. Oh, motherfucker. Oh. Yeah, how about that? Well, uh-huh. you know, I didn't think about that, Justin. That is a 17 with advantage. Doesn't he still have Bane? Yeah. He does. He sure does. <laughs> the snake boy's an asshole to everyone. 15 with advantage. Oh, well, a 17 was the number. I'm so sorry, Justin. <laughs> uh, swing number two. With Bane is a miss. Ah, Justin and Slash hate each other so much, but they work so well together. <laughs> Like salty and sweet. Oh man, <laughs> that Justin's then on the salt today is going to bring it to Lustra. You're on the back lines. No one's in melee. That's a rare start for a turn. To yeah. You. Mm. Uh, I'm going to take a regular non-force damage, non-sharpshooter shot towards the baned orderly. Okay, Bob. Mm. Towards Bob the older orderly. Oh jeez, yeah, that's uh twenty-three to hit. Yeah, that's definitely a hit. That's ten piercing damage. Oh dunk. So orderly number one, his like shield of faith drops, just fizzles out of existence. He looks over his shoulder, turns his back to you, Lustra, and starts running towards Tess before he can even really fully close the gap, I like to think. <laughs> An arrow lands squarely, like right in the back of his head, right in the brain stem, Ooh. and just immediately on the ground, super dead. Hell <laughs> yeah. And I still have a follow-up attack, and this one, I'm charging up with the force damage, and I'm declaring sharpshooter. Oh boy. Mm. Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't even know. know, man. Oh, Scotty. <laughs> Let's see what happens with this one. That's going to be a 12. Oh, that's a hit. Oh, that's a hit. Yes. All right. Let's go. Oh. 26 points of force damage. 26 <laughs> points of force damage? I just imagine his head explodes. <laughs> like, just... Even worse if he's still alive. <laughs> I was, I was, I was literally two points away from max damage. <laughs> oh my god! Have you ever seen like a fifty cal go through a watermelon? <laughs> <laughs> just, just. Oh man! An arrow hits him right in the brainstem as well. Somehow, though, he manages to stay on his feet. It's so clear he's suffering. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like that scene in uh, Walking Dead where they take a bat to Glenn. Have you seen that scene? Oh, oh God. Spoilers. Like, from, like, what, six years ago? I don't even... You can just tell, like, this guy, this Scott's, one of his eyeballs has popped out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. He's making a really, really disgusting noise. You got anything else? Can you finish him off? For God's sake? <laughs> Just mercy kill, please. Un- unfortunately, I can't. Oh, man. Van Richten, like, turns his head away. He's like, I'm skipping my turn. I can't even watch. <laughs> oh, God, I'm glad I can't see this. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Thank oh. goodness my glasses are gone. <laughs> You're welcome. I mean, who knows where they went? I think my aim has gotten better with age. <laughs> age comes wisdom. Fuck that. With age comes headshots. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oof. Slash, it's a grotesque scene, but it is on you. Scott is not out of this yet. <laughs> oh! Yeah, yeah, no kidding, eh? Uh, Slash sort of, you know, grimaces at the grotesque scene in front of him, and he just calls out, just, just go down. Just, 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 just lay down and die. And he's gonna cast vicious mockery. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's a DC fifteen wisdom save. Come on. <laughs> if this works, come on. Thirteen. Yes. That's oh. Max oh. damage. Eight psychic damage. Oh man, eight points of psychic. Scott, for a moment, 
Like, he, you can tell he's still trying. He's still confident he can do this. <laughs> because he's missing most of his brain matter that would give him, like... <laughs> right. His, he's yeah. like, I, I don't have a logic center his anymore. logic center is shattered. <laughs> he's just thinking irrationally. He hears Slash's words, takes the arrow that's embedded into the back of his neck, pulls it out, shoves it into the eye that's still inside of his skull, and falls over dead. Oh, my God. And you guys are out of initiative. Holy shit. Hell, yeah. <laughs> gross. Wow. Oh, let me say gross to your own thing. <laughs> How dare I? God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I disgust me. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to get a crit on all of that, and then I'll be able to match Lenara's, you know, top damage models of like forty something. Oh yeah, we're gonna stack the dice eventually. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But uh, I think she's still the queen for for absolutely, a while yet. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Oh man, I just asked somebody to kill themselves and die, and they did. So. <laughs> <laughs> Words matter. They do. <laughs> oh, sorry, gray matter. Well, time to loot some bodies. I would say. Really, though? Um, I Keys. Yeah, I'll, I guess we'll roll the... Uh, I'll roll the head nurse down the rest of the stairs, and then... Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, just go through pockets, see if there's anything fancy. Maybe there's a key to the uh, filing cabinet. Maybe. Ooh, there's a thought. Ooh. She was sitting right there. Key to the filing cabinet. I break huh? it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys toss some bodies. Unfortunately, these orderlies don't have much going on. You've got access to three sets of leather armor and three morning stars, if you'd like. Ooh. The head nurse unfortunately has no keys to the filing cabinet really doesn't have too too much God aside from four daggers on her belt some throwing daggers okay. four of them but as you're kind of walking around looting these bodies you have a chance to look at all the plaques on the doors and see the room names the two rooms there's still two doors in the hallway itself the hallway that had the uh, hunting trophies in it. There's still yeah. two doors in okay. there that you haven't opened. Uh, they are labeled, the one on the left is labeled library, and the one on the right is labeled parlor. Then in the northern room that houses that staircase, that spir spiral staircase that goes up, there are a few more doors there. They say pantry. Den, kitchen. Oh my god! And dining room. This is this is the clue house. <laughs> this is the clue house. Someone killed Mister Body. <laughs> All right, where's the conservatory? Quick, it's up. Oh, okay. But there is kind of a there's an eerie quiet in the Black Tower now that you have killed the head nurse and those orderlies. It's eerily quiet in here. A bunch of rooms unexplored, a spiral staircase leading up, and a file cabinet by the front door. <laughs> what do we want to do? All right, so I have a two-person tent. I could, like, mash the two-person tent all around the filing cabinet to muffle the sound as we beat the shit out of it to open it up. We can take the filing cabinet all the way out. <laughs> Don't let this be the second floor, man. Salash, <laughs> seeing the library, is immediately interested. Uh, I would like to peruse the library. Perhaps there are documents pertaining the goings-on inside of this tower. Sounds good. So Salash is opening up the library door. Sure is. Uh, Lustra is going to hang out by the stairs and keep an ear out to see if anyone's going to be coming. Okay. So I'll, pl I'll play lookout. I should do something quick before Salash Salash's words escape my brain. Oh, yes, that's right. Hmm. All right, I'll go antagonize the people upstairs. Uh, you be ready. Excellent. All right. 
more com um so we're all posting up outside as slash enters you guys have slash's back yeah or unless lenaro would prefer to investigate nope. the library first no nope. go ahead uh, uh, i see you okay. like books i'll yeah. investigate the parlor when it's time so Slash will open the door to the library. You open the door to the library, and beyond you see a chamber that is lined with fine oak shelves, which are in turn filled with countless books. There's a single square table, and the pair of comfortable chairs that flank that table are the only furnishings in here. There's a trio of lamps that hang from hooks on the ceiling. And you also notice this very elegant porcelain and crystal hurricane lamp that rests on that single table in the room. That's all you see. Very nice woodwork, though. Another very elegant, very expensive room. Just Googling hurricane lamp right quick. (laughs) Uh, hurricane lamps are like, you, know, you carry it by like the handle on the top. It's built so that if you were in a hurricane, the wind wouldn't put it out. Oh. Right? So it's got like, the flame is kind of protected. Okay. The kind so of, like, kind of lamp, all lighthouse keepers or somebody. Yeah. So like every movie yeah. ever, five yes. minutes into the oh, movie okay. before they okay. get killed. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Those lamps that, yeah, exactly. The groundskeepers are using in the darkness in the horror movies. <laughs> Great. It's one of those. Just All right, Slash, I vote you carry it. <laughs> um, Slash, having spent his fair share of time in libraries, um, knows that, typically speaking, most libraries just have books available for the public, but knows that usually there's a reference section that the doctors would likely prefer to use. Um, is there like a reference section or something that's behind like a desk or, or something that wouldn't be accessible to the public that he could investigate? Uh, I mean, you can investigate the shelves. There's no, there's no other furniture like that. Yeah, that's it. There's the bookshelves. There's the table with the hurricane lamp on it, and there's two very fancy chairs flanking the table. You can go in and investigate like the subject, the subjects of the books. And that, I think if that's you'd like. yeah. I think uh, finding out what the subjects are, if it's like surrounding, you know, are these fiction? Are these medical journals? Are these, you know, what what's exactly going on in this library? While Slash is doing that, uh, Lenar is going to take some of the spots of uh, bits of Scotty's brain and throw it at the chairs to see if they're mimics. <laughs> nice. Chairs are not mimics, turns out. Okay, continue, Slash. That, or they just don't mind having brain matter thrown at them. One of the two. Same. It's hard to tell. It's fair. Give me an investigation on the library. Investigation. Uh, that is a t- 19. Uh, you notice that most of the books, almost all of them, are divided up into kind of two main sections. The library holds a very large collection of works that detail the lives, careers, and talents of a great many painters and other artists. There's a lot of art books, just like art mm. history. Uh, different painting techniques, everything you could ever want to know about painting. Hmm. There's also another fairly large section of this little library room here that is devoted completely to arms and armor. You do find it strange or curious at the very least that there's not many books that are devoted to other military matters, however, so there's not like strategy and tactics it's specifically books about arms and armor and if you remember right uh all the paintings you've encountered so far are kind of paintings of you know knights in armor so it seems as if baron Medus has quite the the love of painting knights wait whoever whoever owns this tower is a massive fucking weeb (laughs) (laughs) it's the last sort of nods and uh, realizes that this man clearly has no taste <laughs> in Damn. anything in, in anything of substance. Um, That's why I take down my night posters every time you guys come over. <laughs> <laughs> um, realizing that there's nothing else of import for him here, um, he's just going to leave the library um, and explain to the crew. 
Well, there doesn't appear to be any special tomes or books or anything of real import, unless you were curious about the heraldry of these knights and painting techniques. I suppose we could try another room. Why would a clinic have artistry at the forefront? I feel like this is more of a facade than anything else. It is still the first floor. It is would likely not be uncommon for somebody to wander into a library. And as a way of putting on airs, I'm sure Baramidas pretends to be intelligent and tries his best to demonstrate that with the literature he keeps. But his pitiful amount of subject matter indicates something opposite, I would think. I want to go to the pantry next. If there's anything that's pre-built into this tower that's likely to have a uh, a cellar, chances are it's the spot where you keep food and maybe wine. Or perhaps, perhaps even a dumbwaiter. That's it. Mm. All waiters are intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them. Fair. Uh, so Lenara is going to try and open the pantry. All right, so Lenara makes her way to that northern room that houses the spiral staircase and opens the door that says pantry. On the other side of the door, Lenara, you see a room that is pretty well outfitted. Barrels of flour, sacks of grain, jars of preserved fruits. Mm. There's strips of dried meat hanging from the ceiling. They completely fill the place. The air in here is oddly cool. You know, not so much as to require magic or other supernatural forces to explain it, but just not many, uh, not much heat in this room. Hmm. She's going to try and give it a once-over, try and see if there's any secret little hidey holes and such. Give me a... Uh investigation perfect burn this bardic inspo before it goes bye-bye <laughs> for a 13 nice 13 you don't find any secret doors or secret passages no secret things uh you are able to determine that like everything else you've encountered in here so far even the food here is of a pretty high quality. No expense was spared on any of these ingredients. It's all name brand stuff. Ooh, Kirkland. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's Copper Tree. Thank you very much. Copper Tree brand. Merlin. You do find several bottles, four exactly, a very strange, like blood red liquid. Uh, you maybe take a little whiff of it. You're fairly certain it's mead, uh, but it's not of a brand you've ever encountered before. It like really truly looks like blood, but it's mead. Uh-huh. Speaking of missing Merlin, our alcoholic slash tester is gone now. Um, I'll give you two that, you know, Lenar probably kind of puts, Lenar's pretty smart little gal, mm-hmm. smart little cookie, and kind of puts together that, if you were a vampire that wanted to get drunk, to, well, to conceal the fact that you're a vampire yeah. and you don't want people knowing you're drinking blood, you give them a drink that looks exactly like blood and tell them you're having the same thing. Oh, that's uh, neat. Yeah. Yeah. So Lenar puts that together as well. Find four bottles of that stuff. A mead that looks exactly like blood. blood Does it mead. taste like mead? Yeah, you can take a little sip. It's mead. It's legit. It's it's mead. Just, you've never encountered it before, but yeah, it Mm. is normal mead. Sweet. Nice. Uh, Anti-cerebral vampire stuff, too. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Uh, She will, having the bag of holding, go for some of the nicest, best preserved things and top up our rations. The choice cuts of meat. If there's any prosciutto around, Tess will, like, grab... Lenara's wrist before she grabs it, and she's like, too many flashbacks to that, that basement in Dominia. That's fair. <laughs> Maybe punch it first. <laughs> All right. We reenact Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you're keeping all four of the meads, or are you distributing them? I think we've got enough liquor now that 
I don't Just feel I need to. Yeah, cool. hold on to it. So, everybody, blood mead for everybody. Ooh, delicious! A bottle of blood mead for everybody. I wonder if this goes with pickled carrots. Four unexplored rooms left. You got den, parlor, kitchen, and dining room. Oh, man, I mean, like, I don't want to leave anything unexplored, but this this whole bottom floor seems like it's the IKEA showroom of the Black Tower, you know? Yeah, that's the feeling I'm getting as well. Yeah, we don't have to search. We can just take a little peek, hear some flavor text, possibly a new <laughs> combat, and then we'll move on. The big thing that we're doing right now is just making sure there's nothing behind us when we go upstairs. You know what? That's fair. I'm not going to throw any more darts, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess there's one room left in the hallway. Yes, the parlor. Yeah. Cool. Want to, uh, I guess, Tess will sort of like... Touch Looster on the shoulder and be like, you got the stairs? Yeah, I'm going to stay on the stairs here. All right. All right. And I'll hit the parlor with my fists. Tess opens up the last little door in the hallway, the one labeled parlor. On the other side, you see a very well-appointed sitting room with very comfortable furniture. Looks like there's a pair of plush armchairs. There's a low table of well-polished teak. There's this stoppered crystal decanter of crimson liquid. Want. And a half dozen fluted glasses that are standing on that table. There's a very large, very expensive looking fireplace. Also want. (laughs) it is uh set into the wall in one of the corners of the room the brickwork just unbelievable like nothing you've ever seen although there's wood and kindling that have been placed inside the fireplace it burns no flames at this time what would you like to do all right well i'm gonna enter uh, are there any more of these gaudy knight portraits on the walls here? Or that's sort of like a, a hallway slash, I don't know, office thing? Uh, yeah, who knows? There's definitely none in here, though. Okay, cool. Well, um, I mean, I guess I have this uh, this bottle of blood mead. Um is it like is it a similar similar color or is it like a different different kind of thing? It does look very similar, even the same kind of like viscosity and, and like you're pretty sure that okay. yeah, it's more of that blood mead in the decanter on the table. Okay. I kind of want the decanter because I just want to have one, you know. Yeah. But I'm I'm go- I feel like I'm going Skyrim in this. We've got like... room in the bag of holding. Take the glasses. We should treat ourselves. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just toast uh, to a good murdering after this. To um, Merlin. <laughs> aw. Um, yeah, I guess I'll uh, head out, head into the center of the room, pick that up. Um, the is the uh, the big fireplace. Does it have one of those like big grates and like big metal grates in front of it to uh, keep people away from the fire, or is it like open to the room? It is open, and the bottom. Uh, like the fire pit, I guess the section where you hold the wood is large enough that you, like you could even crouch in there if you wanted to. Uh, okay. And as Tess is kind of looking over in that direction, she does notice that despite the fact that it is filled with wood and kindling, that wooden kindling hasn't been lit yet. But you also notice there's no like black marks on the walls of the fireplace. Like you see no signs of fire. Okay. So it's it's either a dummy like everything else, or that that's that's our way potentially up or around. Um, so Tess is going to uh, call out to the hallway. I think I might have found something, maybe. Uh, and she would like to uh, bone saw in hand, look into the 
fireplace and look up the flue. See if there is... Yeah, sure thing. You kind of, you know, position yourself in a way where you're like kind of maybe bracing yourself against the wall of the fireplace and looking up. And it's actually your arm that gives way a little bit as you realize that like the back wall of the fireplace is just like they're false bricks. It's a false wall. Oh, baby. Oh, oh. oh this will lead to the, this is the cons- to the kitchen, probably. It's a terrible showroom. <laughs> <laughs> It'll lead us to the opposite corner of the building. I, sorry, I played a lot of Clue over the holidays. Oh. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, but uh, she's going to like notice it, it give, um, immediately stop, try to move quietly out to the hallway, and just with a hushed voice to everyone be like, I think I found something. I don't know if there's anything behind it, but there's a false wall in here. Mm. Let's go check it out. I would say so. All right, everyone ready? No. Uh, do you want me to stay, look out at the stairs or follow at the door. through? At the door? Okay. Of the parlor. I'll stay at the door and keep an eye out there. Okay. All right, on Overwatch. I mm-hmm. like it. Um. Yeah, and uh, if once everyone's just around but hopefully far away from the thing just in case there's a trap wait i should check for traps i should probably check for traps but i'm just i'm just gonna push it i'm just gonna push the door <laughs> i like it i like it you i say, haven't learned anything i should check for traps Cloak. <laughs> well if the traps hit me there are some <laughs> i found them wait i can punch the door so it's using violence that's my that's my main and that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call face checking. <laughs> I'm going to face check the door, Justin. You open the little false door made out of fake bricks. Or the real door made out of fake bricks. Whatever. <laughs> you push it aside. On the other side is a little hidey hole. The little hidey hole is completely lined in lead. Oh. And has three things inside of it. Mm. There's a teak box. It's this little small box made from uh, dark, dark woods. has a little brass latch, brass hinges. And the box has a small little metal plate on it that bears an inscription that reads, With thanks and admiration. There's also... Neblina. (laughs) (laughs) There's also two velvet bags. Look almost like the bags that a lot of us hold our dice in. Ooh. Uh, But a little bit bigger. One is... Lots of dice. (laughs) One is clearly holding a fairly large round object inside of it. Uh, And by fairly large, I mean, you know, maybe six inches in diameter uh like spherical circular okay not spherical but circular flat circle uh and the other velvet bag is holding a clearly rectangular object but they're both kind of tied up tight okay so two velvet bags one with a round thing one with a square thing and a box that says with thanks and admiration. All right. Well, I mean, I definitely think we should check the box for traps just in case. I mean, you can't trap a bag, right? What would you trap a bag with? It's less to do with the bag and more the fact that this room is lead-lined, which means that it's very protected against divination magic or any kind of see-through magic. This is very clearly meant to be hidden. I fear that these might be all dangerous items. Or prized items. Well, I mean, we're going to take them, right? Of course. All right, cool. And uh, this this little, like, hidey hole, is it, like, enough for a person to fit in? Like, could it be used as a panic room, or is it just, like, no, a, no. a storage place? No, it's like a foot by a foot. Okay, cool, 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 cool. 
Um, well, I mean, does the wand have any charges left? She looks to Lenara. It has exactly one. Uh, I mean, chances are, like if it's lined with lead, that was one of the things that you've said keeps... Well, ma- I mean, you both said keeps divination away. I'm not doubting the uh, magic to it. I just... Uh, do we want to use it now or later? I mean, it might come with instructions. I mean, this one was labeled. She points at the box. I would think that something labeled with admiration couldn't possibly be dangerous to open, could it? Is there like a slash S after it to indicate sarcasm? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like opening the box would be safe. I was going to say check to see a traps or if any, if there's any openings on the box itself that these things would have to be inserted into. Mm. I also fear that this could also be Indiana Jones, where as soon as we remove these things, a boulder chases us. I was thinking that as well. Oh, I did we can hear put some there books. was someone from Chult about that. <laughs> we can put some books from the library on here on the off chance. Slash nods, nods in assent and, and quickly gathers a couple books from the library, just in okay. case. Just in case. And gets chased by a boulder out of the library. No. <laughs> so he grabs some books up. You kind of lift up these three items in the hidey hole and shove some books in there of about the same weight. Yeah. Hope for the best. And yeah, nothing bad happens. All right. Nice. Okay. Slash will gesture folks to the table uh, and, you know, put the box down. <sighs> All right. So do we open it here? I think so. If there's anything that they would want to hide, it might be something that we could use against them. I'm inclined also, to agree. Also, we heard people coming down the stairs from upstairs. Chances are whoever else is in this tower knows we are here, so we are probably on the clock. So, open the box first, I guess? I feel like Brad Pitt at this point. What's in the box? <laughs> Slash opening the box? Um... It has a simple brass latch and brass hinges. Looks easy to open. It appears easy to open, player. Yeah, I know, right? I think that you should do it, player. Against my better judgment, the curiosity is murdering me. Um, I'm absolutely, yeah, Slash is going to slowly open it. Fantastic. You open the little box. Immediately realize that the inside of the box is also lined with lead so that might be a fun little thing if you want you now have a lead lined box oh hell yeah that's pretty cool inside of the box is a golden wand completely adorned in multicolored beads Mm. and that's it it's like sitting there on like a little velvet pillow Ooh. hmm uh, Slash will look to Van Richten and to Lenara. Does this look familiar to either of you? Great question. Can I make an Arcana check? Uh, no. Cool. No. You can cast Detect Magic or Identify. Yeah. Uh, but just an Arcana roll is not going to tell you what this is. Okay, does. fair enough, fair enough. All right. Um, side note, just the multicolored beads. Is there a check... Tess can make to see if it looks of Vastani make or style, sort of like Madame Lysenia's bead curtain, the mm, bright I like colors. It. I like it. Give me a Vastani check. Yeah, <laughs> Please, something I'm proficient in. <laughs> let's do wisdom, flat wisdom. Cool. Ooh. Cool, cool, cool. A medicine. <laughs> make an attack roll. This wand is <laughs> sick. <laughs> Ah, man, that's a six. Yeah, I mean, it's multicolored, and so are the beads yeah. on Madame Lasagna's door, but Fair. could be a coincidence. Maybe it's not. Who knows? Yeah. That, that Vistani woman, I mean, Berenmitis is alive now, and who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We'll We'll hold it for now, and... We know what it is. It's a wand. Clearly it has power. Clearly it is important. Just yes. just before everything goes to shit. So 
Slash will close the box and hand it to Lenara to oh, to store. Now you've got this these two velvet pouches, one with a flat circle, one with a flat square. All right, Luster, are you okay with the op- if we open these? Yeah, they're not bags of holding. That's fine. You don't know that. <laughs> I step outside the room and close the door. <laughs> I think you were already out there watching the staircase, right? Yeah, yeah, so you yeah, just yeah. close the door on them. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Worth it. All right. Uh, open it up. Yep. Slash will, again, sort of, again, like he's Indiana Jones, ready to, to swap them out. He just sort of slowly undoes the velvet bag for the circular object first. And inside Slash, you find yourself... An ivory disc. Hmm. It looks to be cut from the tusk of some great animal. It's about half an inch thick and about six inches in diameter. On one side of this ivory disc, there's a groove that runs straight across the center of the disc, cutting about halfway through it and dividing it evenly into two little half circles. Slash again nods, you know, his curiosity sated on that one, and goes to tie the bag back up, and he's going to go to the next bag with the rectangle shape. You open up the second velvet pouch, which holds what appears to be a sheet of glass, some six inches wide, about half an inch thick, Looks like it would fit into the slot that's carved into the ivory disc. You know how, like, you can buy those things that you can set your smartphone in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It looks a lot like one of those setups. Oh, man. Is this, this like, a a FaceTime? Be able to see Baron Minas' DMs? (laughs) Just let me slide in onto his DMs. (laughs) Um, Slash again, sort of, you know, puzzled at the look of it, ties it back up, hands it to Lenar to put into the bag of holding. It seems like these are clearly important artifacts for someone. Perhaps this might be a method of communication that he's using. One would think that with the nature of mirrors and the arcane arts involved with them... There might be something more at play here, but something that will need to be investigated later, I would think. But I mean, if we... It might be something that would, could show us a weakness. Could also be something that calls in allies. Well, I mean, they know we are here. Don't tell me that... Don't try to tell me that they don't. Well, he knows that we're here. They might not. He might need this to contact them. Well, if anything, we could be away from it and just say hey just a minor welpitons malfunction everything is fine down here how are you i'm sorry dr heinfroth we uh just uh butt dialed you have a good day i hope that second floor of your dungeon is doing good i just i tend to agree with tisantius on this one any amount of knowledge could prove invaluable and even if even if it is a bad thing, we are in the bad place already. And Berenitas knows we are hunting him, and if anything, he is hunting us as well. I cannot imagine it putting us in a bad place, in a worse place than we are now. They do already know our faces. Well, some of our faces. Too soon? Sorry. <laughs> they're, they're old now. That's, that's the thing. Oh, right. That's, that's yes. good for you. You don't look like this. That's a good point. You look nothing like those sketches anymore. <laughs> he can see it and he doesn't even have glasses. <laughs> Slash just lets out a long sigh. If we think that it might be beneficial for our current endeavor, then perhaps investigating all uses, especially of this mirror and perhaps even of the wand, may be beneficial. If they were dangerous, they would have been guarded, I would think. Something that is hidden is, in my mind, something more of shame, less of 
danger. I mean, they were also guarded by ghost bears. Just throwing that out there. Ghost bears don't care about your porn. That's right. <laughs> you know I've what? heard of that. Yes. yes that's, that's, oh that's my gosh. One of the resistances. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If fine, but if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. And she'll pour out a little of the blood mead into the fancy glasses, and she'll take a good pose in the chair and start sipping on it. All right. Set her up. She'll give the pieces to somebody else. Slash, being the one that's most apprehensive about it, will take the helm. And, uh, yeah, he'll remove the the uh, ivory disc from the velvet pouch, place it on, on the table. And then using the velvet pouch kind of like a glove, sort of, you know, so as he doesn't smudge the mirror, you know, places it into the groove of the ivory ivory disc. Are we like Scooby Doo style, like all right <laughs> on over Slash's shoulder, or do where is everybody? Slash clearly is right in front of this device. Van Richten can't help but be curious and stare at it as well. Looster's at the entrance to the parlor. You close the door. <laughs> yeah, playing lookout. <laughs> okay. Uh, Lenara is sitting in a chair. Not looking at it, but, like, if it was, like, able to stare at us, like it was a cell phone, like, in a selfie mode, she makes sure she's, like, just on the edge of the frame. <laughs> typical. <laughs> it's very typical Lenora. So I'm going to stand where I get some of the good stuff, but none of the bad stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 well, if, if, she, if somebody is going to see us, she's, I'll, I'll take the effects. It's more, she wants to... You know, it's just the presence. You cagey bitch. That's it. She's been a KG- KGB. She's been a KGB. Just your feet. Colin, where's Tess? Uh, Tess? Mm. You know, I feel like she's put enough interest in activating this that she would sort of be between Lenara and the, um, like, she'd be looking at it, but sort of like, Closer to Lenara because she's also like, do we need the freaking sugar stack stick wand to activate it? Or so she's she'll sort of be like between the two clustered around it um, and Lenara. Okay, so Slash with a few people, maybe only Van Richten directly over your shoulder. Yeah, but with a few people looking on, most of them looking on you place the glass into the ivory disc. And the moment you do so, the entire device begins to glow faintly. The ivory disc itself takes on this strange, dull, greenish glow. The glass starts to kind of shimmer with waves of energy. And Slash, you can start to sort of be able to make out a face in that glass, in this mirror. It's a very old, wrinkled face. Female. It's almost impossible, really, to make out the fine details of the face. But it is all that Van Richten needs. Radonovich. Kind of, I guess, Tess and Van Richten at the same time whisper the word Radonovich. And there's this laugh that kind of fills the room as this old Vistani woman stares directly at Van Richten through this viewing glass and says, Van Richten, you old fool. I see that you have found me out. But it does not matter. You may have escaped death thus far. 
but you have yet to experience my vengeance. And she lets out a wild laugh, spits out a few magical words in a guttural language that none of you have heard before. The glass shatters into thousands of razor-sharp shards. Van Richten's face drains of color. He kind of passes out, falls with a thump to the floor. And we'll see you next week. Fuck! She is here. We're going to kill her so hard. Oh, man. <laughs> is a bear of meat from Madame Radonovich? Are we... Mm-hmm. <sighs> Curiosity killed the fan victim. Right